When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Marvel Stuff Podcast. We're going to go over uh, WandaVision Episode 8. It was a pretty good one and a little, a little bit of Marvel news. Uh, my name's Josh. I'm Brooke. I'm Ray. So we're uh, we're short of a couple people today, but uh, it's going to be great. You guys enjoy that. Please stand by visual. It's pretty sweet. It's the worst enemy of all of Marvel. So yeah, we're just going to roll with it. I, I literally see it every week, and I'm just like, oh, like it, it makes me mad. I'm like, how dare you? I will Oddly stand enough, by, but it wasn't on this past episode. I didn't even not? notice. No. That makes sense, because it wasn't like a broadcast or anything. It was just happening. But neither was the last episode. There was no broadcast, was there? Uh, I don't I would, remember. I would have to I go back and so. look. I, was don't that, remember. Was I don't think there's an actual one. I think it was more of like just the other perspectives. I think I don't think there was much that was actually because they, they didn't have a signal last episode, correct? Yeah. That's true. That's true. They did they did like the the middle style of filming. Right. But there was no signal. That's so, that's correct. Huh. Well, uh, I really enjoyed this episode. Uh what are you guys' thoughts on it? Um I can sum it up in one word. I want to hear it. Pain. Literally. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. talk. Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I really liked it. I loved, like, I know I heard some people say that they were like, oh, I really expected, like, a flashback, and they didn't like it. But I was like, it filled in so many gaps for me. Absolutely. And, like, honestly, like, like the part, oh, just so much. Just, it was so you, cool. I, it, was it was so cool. Just to get, seeing that backstory develop mm-hmm. for the, our main characters, like for the first few episodes, there was no backstory. It was all just everything she put forward, and now it's the exact opposite, where it's everything that she's tried to hold back within herself mm-hmm. and not really talk about. So it's just taking the entire series and flipping it on its head, and having her revisit her past that really helped her discover and I guess get her powers. Uh, what were mm-hmm. your guys' thoughts on that? Just the fact that like it was implied that we might have the. Uh, the mutant gene present before she even has any interaction with the Mind Stone. I thought that was yeah. genius. I, I was like, I thought that was so cool to kind of like show that like, because, you know, in the comics, she was a mutant and she wasn't, didn't get her powers from the Mind Stone or whatever. Right. But showing that she actually had it beforehand and that the Mind Stone just enhanced it. I was like, oh, that's a really cool tie that they did that. I thought that was awesome. It's a perfect way to deal with that whole copyright thing. Just uh, yep. avoid saying mutant until you have the rights to say mutant. Like, and now yep. we can say it. So therefore we just kind of backtrack and make it make right. sense. And it worked yeah. out. I mean, I, I buy it as much as anything else. I mean, it's pretty funny to kind of 
analyze a fantasy show such as this in its realistic form, but at the same time, it's like <laughs> there's the parameters that we want them to follow. And I think, mm. uh, I think they finally hit a stride there where we're going to get the introduction of mutants, which is arguably more famous prior to the MCU, like the X-Men where mm-hmm. were the guys. It's, it's just going to be very cool to watch that whole universe kind of merge with this one. So I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I mean, I've always wanted to know more of Wanda's history, but I really did not ask for all of this emotional trauma to come <laughs> along with it. <laughs> um, I have a lot of feelings about this episode, and I'm going to try to get through it without crying, but I make no promises, because every time I think about this episode, I start crying. I don't know what it is, but something about seeing Wanda in pain gets me every single time. She's just been through so much and like just seeing it all like that and just like all together and realizing just how much she's been through is just like you just you feel for her. Yeah, she is the strongest Avenger, not only emotionally, but like it power wise, like how she's still standing. I don't understand. And I really cut I really chalk that up to Elizabeth Olsen's acting. Mm -hmm. The amount of feeling and like thought she can express with just tilting her head is insane. And she needs like twelve Oscars now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just for for this show alone. Get her an Emmy like, or whatever. Damn, yeah. so bad. Yeah, and good just, good, good news for you guys is uh, there's uh, there's no visual this time. So if you do feel the need to cry, uh, no one can make fun of you or make some memes out of it. So exactly. So I might actually cry. We'll 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 see if I can hold it together. Oh uh, yeah, I I cried for during this episode. I was just I was a wreck. I still am. Yeah. And then TikTok, I don't know if either of you do TikTok or if any of our listeners do TikTok, but that's all I see. Yes. And people are mashing together these like sobby, like and putting like sad music and just <laughs> want us. And I'm just like every video. I'm just like, <laughs> like uh, oh, I, I missed the TikTok train personally, but I can uh, I can understand what they were doing. Oh, my there. gosh. I have seen so many edits. Oh, my gosh. I'm getting choked up already. <laughs> OK, I have seen so many edits of wanda and vision just with that audio what is grief but Mm -hmm. love persevering and i don't know what it is but that hits me so hard i I get like just now i got chills like just that line i don't know who wrote it but like they deserve some kind of award because i was just like what a beautiful line like oh it's beautiful and it captures it so perfectly because that's really what it is. I mean, when you're grieving somebody, you're missing the love you had with them. And mm-hmm. that's so big with Wanda, with everything she's been through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's... Oh. So let's let's just hop into it then. Like uh, first things first. I mean, how they introduce the show? We go we go back into Agatha's basement and see what's going on there. She kind of explains the stuff a little bit. Yeah, her super creepy basement. Well, actually, no. It started off with Agatha's backstory. Witch trial thing. Oh, you're right. Let's uh, let's jump into that then. Yeah, we find out that Agatha was a witch during like Salem witch trial. Oh, thank you. I was for the life of me because we're recording like a day later. I was like, I know there was some super cool thing that they started with, and I could (laughs) not remember. Yeah. So now that we're on the same page, yes, the Salem Witch Trials, I was super pumped about and like the different colors of magic and stuff. It was mm-hmm. probably the coolest thing they could have done, honestly. I was, just giving was, her the backstory. Yeah. And it was just it was interesting because she wasn't being 
um, persecuted by like normal folk. They were witches yeah. themselves. That's what kind of got me at first because I was like, are you a witch? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, whoa, wait, like, what? <laughs> oh, she's just going for it. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny too. They kind of flipped us on our uh, on our heads there. They're like, introduce it, and they're like, everybody's walking this witch. I'm like, oh man, Salem witch trials are gonna burn her at the stake, and then it just turns out it's the coven mad at her for doing some off limits magic. And uh, I want to they... know what that was. Right? No, I I need more backstory to that backstory because I was like, first of all, why are they being so mean to her? Like, she seemed like so scared, like scared of her own power to me it's what it kind of seemed yeah. like spin like, off agatha all along i want to see it let's, let's see it. all the bad oh my gosh that would be the deep. reason for all the bad things in the mcu yeah oh my gosh Turns out she activated winter soldier and that's the reason tony stark's <laughs> parents are dead and she's just she's got control of the whole thing i think they need to it go was, that deep and make her yep. the hey, worst. she meant she can talk to animals she manipulated that rat into letting uh ant-man out. Ant-Man back out she yep. uh it was, it. yeah <laughs> we can run okay, uh, somebody write that down yeah yep. marvel okay. are you I, I just put it on, on on in the background for me i put it on mute so it started in 1693 so she's been around uh-huh. the entire mcu and uh we're gonna lean into the the new hit, the uh, top of the charts, Agatha. All along, I think we really need to. It was. That. It was actually a top hit song. I don't know what number it was at, but it was at number one for it was a while. Number of one course, or two. Of was it, was it the soundtrack? Uh, uh, it was that specific song, Agatha. All along, hit number one. I don't know how long it stayed at number one, but it was number one. On like the number soundtrack. one overall, or was it just on like the soundtrack chart? I, don't I remember. think just on the soundtrack chart. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. I'm like, man, they're gonna make <laughs> Katy Perry, whoever's at the top right now, super pissed. She's getting beat up by Catherine Hahn saying two lines. Hey, it's. I would be honored to have my place. Hey, guys, I found it. (laughs) I got it. Like I said, I got it in the background. It's because she used magic that wasn't ready for her age, which I don't really know what that means. Like, and also, I think it's kind of cruel to be like, oh, you're smarter than the rest of the witches. Let's do something to you at the stake. It's like, right. That, yeah, that seemed like, so I almost wonder if she did something like really, really bad that we just didn't see. Like, but also, like again, like I said, she seemed like really scared, and then they start doing I don't know, trying to like suck her life force out of her, and yeah. she, then she hits him with the the reverse, just Uno the reverse style Uno card, yeah, and she like doesn't even seem like she knows what she's doing. She's just like this is happening, and she just looks terrified, and she can't stop it. And I'm just like, yeah, what? this poor girl, like she, she kind of fluctuates between like I can't control my powers, I don't know how this is happening to like totally embracing it like at first she's like wait what's happening and then she's like oh i'm winning okay let's go with this but like Maybe there's also that like, i'm with wanda herself really i mean that's kind yeah. of the same type of wanda that going on scared I'm of her own like power yeah realizing your full potential but i mean i probably would have done the same thing i would have been like ah, ha, ha, these these uh witches trying to kill me um i'm gonna flip the script here and uh huh, i probably would have felt the exact same way <laughs> Now, they could have made it funny and then just had Catherine Hahn turn into a baby in that scene and just kind of suck the life force and Benjamin Button herself <laughs> and just she takes on her mom just toddler style. That'd be pretty funny. Oh, well. Oh, we my gosh. It. They missed out. Write that down, Foggy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when we are in Agatha's creepy basement, 
Um, we do hear the kids, so Agatha did not eat them like I had horribly guessed last week. Yes. I was afraid she ate them because she's a I witch, also... baked them into a pie or something. Just Hansel and Gretel the kids style. Are mostly I love it. Safe. <laughs> um, That's funny. But when we first go through her, which by the way, Agatha bringing Wanda back through her history is like the therapy that Wanda needed this whole time. So while Agatha's like not a great person and she kidnapped the kids and everything, she's she's helping Wanda through her trauma. So I got to give her some points. I wanted. I was so glad to see it because it's just like iconic scenes that we were like hinted at in like Age of Ultron mm-hmm. and things that kind of just got developed a little bit more. And I love like well, one the the bomb, but we'll get to that in a second here. I think just the fact that her dad sells American sitcoms on the street out of a suitcase was like the perfect way to just kind of make all of WandaVision itself make a little bit more sense and how she feels in her happy centered when she's watching sitcoms. So making herself into one was a like beautiful storytelling. I thought that was so clever. Like what a cool way to explain why this is all a sitcom. It's because little Wanda was obsessed with them. She loved them. Yeah. I, let me see. It's in my notes. I let me let me find it. Oh yeah. Okay. So in when they're hiding under the bed and the bomb is there, she says, "Little Wanda says, by the end of the episode, you wake up and realize it was all a dream." And I mm-hmm. think that she created because she created this hex out of grief, and I think it's like an avoidance tactic where she wants the real world to be the dream and she wants to wake up in the sitcom where there's always a happy ending and the troubles are like minuscule and compared to like real troubles and like everything gets solved by the end of the episode. And I think so that's really why she went with the sitcom because like she was raised on seeing all of that wrap up in a neat little bow by the end of the episode. And that's, that's all she's ever wanted was a interesting that she chose the Dick Van Dyke show as her favorite when she had the options of many other sitcoms. I was like, really? That that that's the one that's sticking with you, the the Dick Van Dyke show, and she's, you know, what six in that scene? But it was, I mean, it made sense, I guess. Okay, so a lot of the episodes were based on the shows that were in her dead suitcase. We right. could have had an Adams Family episode, and we were robbed. Ugh. That would have been money. Oh, man, and then they actually did it in color. Because I don't know if you guys have seen the, the picture of the oh Adams Family set when it's not black and white, but it's straight it pink. It is Pepto-Bismol yeah. pink. I That's- would have loved to see that. Where it, like, <laughs> Had that be the episode that it switches from black and white to color. And just yes. have the Adams family be the theme, and then have it switch, and everything's pink. That'd be that'd be really funny. But what do you I know, know? They could they could still do it. I would wholeheartedly watch a Wanda and Vision full sitcom show. Yes, I mean it's I kind mean, of what we're doing, right? It doesn't, it doesn't even yeah, have to be but, like real. Like it doesn't even have to be like canon. Like I would just watch it for the pure enjoyment of seeing those two characters <laughs> in a sitcom. Okay. With no Not the actors trauma. and actors. Okay. Not the actors, just the characters. So instead of Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany no, no, doing no, no, what no. their I... jobs are, <laughs> making no. a new show out of it. Okay, okay. I just want, like, I want the concept of WandaVision being mm-hmm. those characters in a sitcom, but not the emotional trauma. Yeah. No, it just it's just a sitcom. Just, just none of, none of the other stuff. 
Guys, yes. we better be getting paid because we're coming up with a lot of pretty cool TV shows that don't seem to exist yet. And if I don't no, get a cut is, of that, I'm going to be pretty upset. Feige, if you steal our ideas, we're coming for you. We will come for you. I love the thought that just Kevin Feige has time to listen to the podcasts of all his <laughs> favorite TV shows. Just all maybe, the maybe that's where they get all their good ideas. You don't know. There's a good chance. I mean, there's really no reason not to. I mean, take advantage of it. And then they can't really prove that you stole it from them. So there you go. Hollywood. Anyway, back to the apartment when she's a little (laughs) kid. (laughs) Um, What I didn't, what took me a while to realize was um, the whole, like, Wanda's had powers all along. Because Agatha says that the exposure to the Infinity Stone amplified what was already there. Mm-hmm. And now I right. really want to know what was already there and how did it get there? I mean, that was kind of a hint in the next scene, which we'll get to in a minute, where like she actually did get exposed to the Mind Stone. And then she like saw Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch yeah. in the like arrays. Yeah. That was a really cool like, scene. I had like a vision of herself in the future. So like I want to see that. Yeah, actually, I, I want to see that scene. Which if that's a hint towards the new costume, I'm so psyched because it looked <sighs> awesome. It did look pretty cool. I, I'm I'm on board. I'm sad. There's only just there's only one episode left. Correct. Don't, so we're don't just, remind me. Don't hey, we'll get to that because I've got I've got some stuff to say about that as well. So, <laughs> all right. So finishing up the childhood scene, we see we get to see the uh, iconic Stark bomb that we were told about for years before, mm-hmm. and now we actually get to see how that scene went. Pretty traumatizing and sad, but very cool that it gave a little bit of an origin to explain mm-hmm. what's going on with Wanda. Yeah. When we first walked into that door to their house, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is going to this is going to be the day the bomb goes off." And then as like it progressed, it lulled me into a false sense of security, <laughs> and then the bomb hit and I was like, "I was uh... like <laughs> All right, so following that, uh the next flashback scene, that was the one where she's uh, being controlled by the military base. Was it Hydra? I don't remember if it was Hydra. Yeah. yeah. It's a Hydra base. She comes into the scene looking scraggly, got darker hair. She's got her Sokovian accent back. She comes out and then uh, Steve Watts' face just doesn't turn off the intercom. He's like, everybody that's touched this has died. And it's like, well, that's, that's a pretty rude thing to do. Just say that to the right. person about to go touch it. But it all worked out. So uh, that's, that's good things. We got to see the... Uh, the thing we were just discussing, the rays and the fun things, and then she gets shot back and she's unconscious. So uh, what, what, what were you thinking of that scene? Was it? I think it was well done. I was a little sad not to see Aaron Taylor Johnson, but also yeah, you know, I, I would have liked, liked to kind of see like what his scene was like too, and what made because like you know obviously they're twins, but like was he also kind of speedy beforehand? You know, like Wanda, how she had a little bit of her power beforehand, too. Uh, and he's, then, just, he's just the fastest kid in his class. He's well, like he's, fastest yeah. You know what I mean? I love it. Because, like, that's what they explained was with happening with Wanda. So, like, right. does the same thing apply to him? So, I would have, yeah, I would have liked to kind of see him in that scene, too. Obviously, this was all about Wanda and her backstory. So, like, I get it. But I have questions. I yes. mean, I'm not saying that we also just came up with a Quicksilver TV show idea. But I wouldn't mind getting paid for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it's like what Agatha said in that scene. It's like I have a theory, but I need some more answers. Literally, that's me. It's like every that's, episode. That's all of this. Was that a direct shot at the Marvel fans? 
100 i think, I think your it was theories suck that's that's essentially what it was saying and i love it which so after by that the way scene, oh, can we just take a second to appreciate how hyped up that stupid fly was in the, that episode and then she just feeds it to her rabbit yeah, that was I mean, chef's kiss. It was pretty gross that they just they put it on like Wanda's face and just kind of yeah. let it walk. Yeah, oh, around. I was like, that grossed Super me out. Nasty. I was like, and oh, then no. they turned it into something else. What did it get turned into for a second? I don't recall. A bird. A bird. That's right. The bird flew around and then threw it to the bunny and turned into an insect right before it got to the bunny. That yeah. Was, uh, which, yeah, that whole semi-torture scene, her banging her on the walls and stuff to get her to confess to what she's doing, that was a, that was an interesting way to introduce these flashbacks things. But well, that, that's backtracking. Yeah, but I love how everyone's so obsessed with, like, everything that you see on screen. Everyone's like, oh, is that Mephisto? And mm-hmm. so they see the flying, like, oh, that's <laughs> Mephisto. And Marvel's like, yeah, okay, and then just feeds it to Eat the body. <laughs> Literally just yeets it across the room, like, nope. Uh- really interesting to know uh we didn't get to see other characters really other than wanda and agatha and then you know the people in the flashbacks correct it was more of just a a general flashback episode i thought that was interesting because we're everybody's so attached to darcy and woo and monica rambo and then we're Mm -hmm. just like "Mm, well there's only nine episodes in the season so i guess we got to focus more on our main characters which makes some sense because I, because I was like during the episode, I was also thinking like, where's Vision? Like he was literally he, we, the last we saw him, he flew out of the van that him and yeah, man, that thing. And he's, he's like, so I was like, he's gotta be there soon. Like I'm like looking, I'm like, he's gotta be showing up here any minute. So like that's gotta be one of the first things that's happening in the that next might episode. be something they explore in the next episode on how maybe they because maybe uh, Monica Photon or whatever her name is is mind controlled and so is. Pietro, fake Pietro, which we did get confirmation that this is just a fake Pietro, which is a little sad. But maybe we'll maybe we'll get to find out what's going on there. But yeah, maybe the mind controlled minions are fighting off Vision a little bit. I mean, maybe they'll come up with a reason. Can we talk about Pietro for a second? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said that, and I was like. <laughs> I mean, it dug in my heart a little bit because I'm a big fan of the X Men movies. Like, I, oh, they yeah. they kind of got me into superhero movies. It was 1990s Joel Schumacher Batman movies, and then the X Men, and that's what really mm-hmm. just developed me as a as a movie fan and superhero movie fan. So it was uh, it's cool, it's cool stuff. But, but I'm I'm a little sad. We can't really rule out that it isn't a multiverse thing because. Oh, yeah. When, what, is for what, sure. Agatha, what Agatha was talking about is she couldn't bring the original Pietro back because he's on a different continent and full of holes. So oh, that, she, was, that was unnecessary. That was, was a low blow. <laughs> low <laughs> so, blow. <laughs> so she pulled a different Pietro. But where'd she get that other Pietro is the exactly. biggest question. Did she? Because is she as powerful as Wanda and she's literally creating another person? I don't I think know, so. I, I, wanted, so. I wanted to develop that so bad. But then at the same time, it's like, there's still only one more episode. Are we really going to get into the, the dichotomy of what's going on with Quicksilver? There's so many characters yeah, that need more development and explanation. But I don't know if we're going to get it in WandaVision. So I guess we'll uh, we'll find out. 
I don't know if you guys like whenever there's like a seat like a show that I'm watching and there's like one more episode left I just think about everything that I like still have questions about and I'm like are they gonna be able to answer them all like and then I get stressed the answer is almost always no especially when it's a, <laughs> a dumb question that you build up in your own mind like if they don't cover this they're really missing the mark and then in reality then, it's like yeah questions so irrelevant it doesn't matter. I'm just I'm gonna be stressed all week I'm just I'm sweating I'm like oh my god I can't think of anything else all right, I moving forward with the PL <laughs> flashback scenes, we get, uh, we get a pretty touching scene, WandaVision in the old Avengers base, and uh, watching Malcolm in the middle, which I was a big fan of that show as a kid as well. So that was a, that was a cute little thing, and uh, we get, they developed their, uh, their I don't know, love story, I suppose, kind of gets mm-hmm. its, uh, its beginning there. So what did, what did you uh, ladies think of that one? I thought that was a beautiful scene. I thought it was so adorable because – Vision clearly doesn't fully understand how people work mm-hmm. and like he's trying to comfort Wanda and you can see that he has a little crush on her and he's so cute. He he's like but he crush. at the same time he still doesn't quite understand it. Yes. It's like uh Yeah, but leave it to Marvel to immediately rip your heart out following that scene. It wouldn't be Marvel if they didn't. <laughs> oh, she goes to the sword base and uh, she's she's looking like herself. She's she wants to she wants to get the body. She wants to bury him. And what, yeah, it, what so was this it? Is, Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say this is so. Um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Hayward has showed that scene where it looks like Wanda's breaking into the sword base. We finally get to see that in its actuality. Yes. So she was very much not even like crazed or anything she literally she goes in and she was just no. like you know the I most interesting see- thing about that scene is the fact that she didn't actually take the body right no, she, kinda, she didn't yeah she that's didn't. crazy it's she uh, basically went and she was like i want to bury him like you know she's like i want to put him to rest and so she like they're like okay we're gonna let you in and i don't know why she did this he was like oh i'm gonna buzz you in she's like nah i got it and she'd like bust the door open yeah and I was it was like, wild that was an interesting move. It was a power move. That's She's like, yeah, listen, I'm in yeah. charge here. <laughs> I don't think you want to mess with me. It was definitely me. a power move because if she wanted to, she could have stormed in and just ripped that place apart. But Absolutely. she didn't. She went to the desk and asked to see him. Mm-hmm. And so she could have blazed in there and destroyed everyone in her path. But she didn't. And so Hayward can take a long walk off a short pier because he's trying so hard to make Wanda the villain. Yep. Like it's it's messed up how much he looks at him as like material, and he's like, "Listen, I understand your grief, but I'm not going to let you bury three hundred billion dollars or whatever the amount was of vibranium in the ground to make you feel better." And it's like, oof. And then he, he shows Vision to her. Literally, he's sprawled out on tables, torn to pieces. Like which how, was so hard to watch. Oh my gosh, just her face. And I was like, why would you show her this? This is terrible. Yeah, she's like, he needs to work that. on his bedside manner. He's he's not very impressive as far as that oh goes. My gosh. And like there's people working on him and tearing him apart. And I was just like, that's the love of her life that she's watching getting torn to pieces right now. And she like honestly kept her composure pretty dang well. Yeah, she didn't break until Hayward said he's not yours. Mm-hmm. And then she broke the glass. Just and she didn't even break the glass to go like stop them. She no, broke she just, the glass to go, to go see, see him. Yeah, so they were kind of like up on a platform looking down, and she broke the glass and like you know floated down. 
which yep, I had to confirm it's it's three billion dollars of vibranium. I, I didn't want to be wrong. <laughs> I, I found out. I'm actually watching this exact scene in the background. Yep, no, we don't. <laughs> I've gotten so many things wrong, and then I remember the next day or the next episode I'm watching. I'm like, man, I probably sound like an idiot on a podcast that's supposed to be about the show, but it's fine. We do our best, <laughs> and I was borderline about to lose it when she placed her hand on his head and said, I can't feel you. Yep, because that was, yep, that was, that yep. was what she said to him when they were in hiding at the beginning of infinity war. That's the last thing he said to her before he died the first time. I and just tell you. Yeah. And she, Oh my because this is family reason. entertainment. I'm big mad, guys. Like they're they're just ripping our hearts out and stomping on them and just making us feel like absolute shit. And it it's it sucks. And, and they then, loved every second of it. Yes. Sure did. <laughs> and then after that, she just leaves. She doesn't she put up a fight. She doesn't attack anybody. She just leaves. She doesn't even try she, to take the body. She could have. She could have done whatever she, she wanted. Have, but she didn't. Yep. Uh, we zoom out. yep, we go to the parking lot and uh, there's a there's an envelope on her passenger seat. Now, in my head, when I saw the scene the first time, I thought this was like someone at S.W.O.R.D. giving her further information to maybe help her come back and I, get I the body. That, that was my first thought. But then, yeah. as you all know, we get confirmed that it's actually just uh, a little bit of a deed, right? Yeah, it's like so- a... Like- Vision uh, and Wanda purchased a house in Westview, uh, a, just a plot of land, and they were right. going to build their dream house there, um, which was written on the deed. Uh, Your voice is wavering a bit. Are you all right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, to grow old in in a heart. That one breaks me so much. Well, she we're Westview. She, she drives we, to Westview, and you. She's just driving through. She's looking, and we see some of the faces of people that we recognize yeah, from the show. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to the plot of land where there's like a little bit of a foundation for a house, and she opens up the deed, and it says to grow old in. And I fucking lost it. Oh, yeah, yeah got the heart drawn around the plot of land, and just everybody just tears falling i didn't quite cry i i don't know maybe, oh maybe yeah, i'm not emotionally stable in that situation and i don't know what happened just, there it made me real sad though and she just breaks she just falls to her knees and is just sobbing and then like i'm is. not i'm not a fan of using slow motion and stuff to like pull heartstrings but i think it was done so well there just the silence and the slow motion fall i was just like very similar to the way she dropped to the ground when Pietro exactly. died in Age of Ultron. It was it was yeah. like taking an iconic scene and just replicating it, making it hit even that. harder again. Wait, <laughs> when she falls after Pietro, she has a burst of power come out of she her, does. like sure unconsciously. <gasps> Guys, I oh know. I, I picked that up. Just... A, like, did they really like hit again? And then now. All that power that she shoot it out, like it, it does something this time. It's crazy. I think Very cool. that I I still think that the hex is created from Wanda's subconscious. She knows what it is, but she didn't mm-hmm. consciously create it. No, absolutely. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree with that. Cause just like 
for the longest time, like watching the show, I was just like, she just she like has some control over it, which she probably found out she could do. But at the same time, she feels like she still doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. So I was just watching it. I was like, somebody else must have created this because she just just seems like she has no idea what's happening. So I I knew just somehow she like didn't quite know. And then we find out she did do it. She just didn't even know that she did. Dude, she's Which, such a good actress. Good lord. I just, just watched the whole thing again in the background on mute, and I'm like, man, she's like, she's so, so good. I think her talent is really what like makes me so emotional, like yes. about Wanda. Just because I I can like I can almost relate to her. I haven't gone through anything like that, but like I feel I'd be pretty how depressed she feels. If your parents died in a bomb, your brother got murdered. Yeah, none and of that your happened. Robot but husband like, got watching her performance, you can just you can feel you can what feel she's it. Doing. Yeah, and so I think that's Elizabeth why it gets Olsen, like praise Elizabeth Olsen. Like holy crap! All oh. right, big reveal. We get as soon as she drops to her knees. Take the hex takes over. The house kind of builds out of nowhere. She and like, then yeah. she creates. Vision herself now by splitting her soul. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, and literally, you can see like whatever you want to call the energy. It's coming like straight from her heart. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. You see Vision like materializing in front of her as like Westview is being created around her, and she's just you know screaming because right. she's- I think we've I think we've touched on it before, but uh, this kind of confirms it. Like she, I don't know if it's considered an Infinity Stone, but she found a way to recreate a stone in the same structure in same powers for this vision that she just made. Right. And that's really confirms her status as probably the most powerful being in the Marvel universe, oh, being yeah. able to yes. make that out of nothing. One thing that really caught my attention during that scene was it was red power coming out of her and it switches to yellow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious, like, is that her like creating the stone or what? Well, to, to take it back just a second, it was also yellow when the Mind Stone showed her future, right? So yeah. maybe they're, they're doing a little bit of color play there. Like the yellow means like her future. I don't know. I mean, they're, they're pretty smart over there. I feel like that was probably intentional. I, I would guess that it has something to do with the Mind Stone. Like whatever it is, is directly re- like because she got her power from the Mind Stone. Like something, mm-hmm. something about it. I just don't, I don't know what. Also, um, not to break anybody's hearts further, but uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that there is a heart around the deed of the house. And then in the very first episode, which is the first thing that happens, there's a heart heart around the deed. Yep. And they would know what it was for. Yep. Do we think maybe that was that was their I was maybe their move in date for the lot like start of construction or something like maybe that's why the date was so important to her. I don't really know. I mean, this is all speculation, obviously. Right. Yeah. I heard some I read somewhere that it was like they think maybe the calendar was what the deed was. And when it transformed, like maybe that. Oh, was that's like, that could be it. I could see yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that I read or it was a TikTok. I don't know. Was, I don't know. I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Um. Okay, I have a picture of the deed to the house. Let me see if there's a date anywhere. Or I, just, I wonder if it was literally that day. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think uh, that's definitely something that uh, that's important. Uh, moving mm-hmm. forward, though, I mean, Wanda goes crazy, gets her hex, and then Agatha, she finally sees how it happened, right? Right, because that's what she's been trying to figure out. She's like, we're going to go through your past and figure out how you did this, because she wants that power, basically. She's like, how'd you do it? Yeah, the because steady said- slow cap clap yeah. from the, the studio audience. It was a great scene. I loved it. It's uh, fun stuff for sure. And then we get to see the kids again. <gasps> they're alive. I mean, they're yeah, being well, choked, but they're alive. They right. magic around their necks, but hey. I thought it was interesting that Agatha left um, Wanda leave her basement because I don't know if we mentioned it. She like she put like a hex on the basement so that only the person who cast it could do magic, which is how she kind of like trapped Wanda in her little backstory adventure. But she let her leave. And I was like, that seems like your first mistake because she's going to mess you up. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that like Agatha, while we, I think we speculated on this before, that she's more of a mentor to Wanda in the comics. She's mm-hmm. straight, just, she's jealous. She's jealous of Wanda's yeah. abilities, jealous of her powers, and she wants to figure out how to become the number one sorcerer in the world. And I think that's mm-hmm. uh, that's definitely really good character development, I would say. Yeah. Do you I think, think she's going to turn into more of kind of like an anti-hero? Kind of like, you know, how Loki, you know, he kind of started off yeah. real bad and then eventually he kind of like wasn't as bad? It's yeah. certainly possible. And I think that what it's going to go down in history is like she was the villain of WandaVision, same as like a Loki was the villain mm-hmm. of Avengers. But I think they could write a redemption arc similar to what they did with Loki. And like, she kind of from the sidelines, maybe eventually we do get that Mephisto reveal and she sides with the, uh, the earth sorcerers or whatever. I could see a flip later on where she's no longer Mm -hmm. as evil, but as of right now, she's, she sucks. (laughs) I I think there's a mix from her of jealousy and just total admiration Mm-hmm. because she's she, i think she's borderline impressed with what wanda has created mm-hmm. um she probably wants to be able to achieve that herself but i think i think she has a lot of respect for wanda um and has come to realize that wanda really doesn't know what she's doing and so i think agatha sees an opportunity to um like mentor her and also have like Depending, she could be good, she could be bad, uh, but have, like, access to Scarlet Witch's powers. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, we have a name. I was I know, literally just going it. to say that they finally said chaos magic, and I lost I screamed. I screamed. I was said. super pumped that they finally got the name to it. It's like, this is chaos magic. Classic comic identification. Very cool. I've always been, like, really careful when talking about Wanda, because... She isn't the Scarlet Witch in the MCU. She mm-hmm. she doesn't have that name. Her name is Wanda. What? And like I've always been like careful, like she's Wanda, she's not the Scarlet Witch. But now she's the Scarlet Witch. So they finally, yep, she said it. And I was like, yep. oh. it's ah, like she said it. <laughs> yeah. It. I saw like it was like a meme and it was like when um Agatha was finally revealed and also she says Scarlet Witch, and it was like the um the scene from Friends where, like, they all finally figure out that, like, or no, Ross finally tells them that um, he and Rachel are having a baby and they're like, this is brand new information! And then, like, they literally <laughs> all knew already. And 
pretty and they cool. were like you know acting shocked and it was like all us all the marvel fans like oh my god this is this is brand new information we had no idea all right little touch i wanted to just i mean it was it was definitely brought to the forefront was agatha's brooch she stole it from her mother and she always wears it now do what do we think yeah. is that some level of importance or is it just like a memento is it like because the mother was like she was the head of the coven correct so maybe it has some sense of power to it i really don't know but uh what are what do you guys think about that if it actually, doesn't have even... power i would think it's a, like a symbol of like like wearing a crown mm-hmm. like it's a status symbol if it doesn't have any powers Okay, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, I like that explanation, just similar to a crown and it's uh, instead. Yeah, right, and I, it like wouldn't, I don't see it having like actual powers more as like if it has anything to it, like being charmed or something. Okay. Um, or maybe it's some sort of protection. I don't know. But I think it's more of like a status. All right, let's do this one more time, guys. I want final thoughts on who's going to be the Luke Skywalker level cameo that we're oh, going to no. see in the show. Cause everyone knows, I mean, in my opinion, everyone knows this. it wasn't Evan Peters. That was intentional. Who do we think it is? How are they going to be introduced? I kind of want it to be Dr. Strange. Everyone just because Strange, I know, but I, just, I, feel <laughs> like, I feel like it would make the most sense because we know she's going to be a big part of his movie. And so this could maybe lead right into it. I think uh, at but, the very least that Doctor Strange is probably going to make like a post credit appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would that would make a lot of sense. But I mean, Marvel is known for throwing curveballs on occasion. Is there any chance that it's someone else? Like, I know in a well, previous episode, I was like, "Hey, we got Mordo running around trying to kill mm-hmm. all the witches and the sorcerers." I mean, that's true. That's, that's not true. impossible. That's Nick Fury shows up out of nowhere. I don't know a scroll, the scroll guy. I mean, mm-hmm. we we still have a. Uh, we, did we really get confirmation on who the actual uh, contact was, the astrophysicist? No, no, the, the aerospace engineer. Aerospace I know a lot. Of, I know some people were like, you know, is it Reed Richards? Is it um, I don't know his actual name, Beast from X Men. I can't think of his name right now. Hank McCoy. Uh, thank you, thank you. Um, it could be him, and that could be like a little tie into X Men. Like, I feel like there's a lot of good options. I think. We- we want it to be Doctor Strange. I understand that, but at the same time, it's like there's so many cool characters that just they yeah. could take this opportunity to introduce. Like if I could see John Krasinski jump in as Mister Fantastic, or like mm-hmm. a Nicholas Holt who played Beast in the X Men movies would be cool, mm-hmm. or even uh, Kelsey Grammer from Seinfeld who played him in uh, X Men Three. That'd be that'd be good too. I mean, just an introduction to an X Men character would be freaking cool. That's just my opinion. I remember hearing that Paul Bettany said that he has not worked with this actor before, whoever it is. Okay. So for me, it eliminates a lot of people who I think it might be. And I don't, has he he worked with Benedict Cumberbatch? I don't know. I'd have to brush up my Bettany movies and uh, I haven't seen any. So there's that. Because I don't think they share any scenes in Marvel. Because they were on like, yeah, because Vision was dead. Because Doctor Strange was in space and Vision was off in Wakanda. They were never in the same place together, I don't think. Oh, man, that'd be that'd be pretty funny. Yeah. That needed to just be like, I've never worked with them, even though they've been in the same place. Technically, he hasn't. Technically, he wouldn't be lying. 
I like it. That's a that's a fun explanation. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess for next no no because next week's episode will know the answer. I just wish that I knew Bettany's movies a little bit better than I guess and uh, be able to get a more educated guess in there. All right, moving on. I think uh, that that about covers it on WandaVision. Do you guys have any uh, other thoughts? Uh, on that uh, that post credit scene. Oh, sorry, sorry. My yeah. Bad. Go ahead. What, what are you doing? We see um, they succeeded in kind of bringing Vision back to life. Oh man, yeah. I can't believe I didn't even mention that. Whoops, yeah. Um, I would like to give you my exact thought process as I was live texting that scene with my friend. All right, let's hear um, it. So it was all caps. They brought back Vision. Wait, I don't trust Hayward as far as I can throw him. What if they cross some wires? What if it's not the same vision as before? Also, why is he blue? And my friend is like, um, yeah, that's probably White Vision from the comics who has the voice mm-hmm. of Ultron. And Wanda is going to have to battle her soulmate's body while hearing the voice of the monster who took everything from her. And I'm like, ah, nice. Yeah, I'm, it's a stretch and I know it's not true. I like that. That's going to be what it is. It's going to be White Vision. But for like half a second, I was like. I don't know. That thing that they got her uh, magic from looks a little bit like a surfboard. And he's kind of silver, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm yeah, I'll take it. Hey, I, I want that more than I want Ultron back. Yeah, I know a lot of people uh, are saying that they think Ultron is going to make a return. I kind of don't want it because I don't want her to have to go through that. James Bader is a fantastic actor so having his voice back into the mm-hmm. mcu i wouldn't be mad about i don't know if you yeah. guys have seen blacklist but he's really good in that show no i don't care how good he is i don't want the, any more <laughs> trauma to come to wanda <laughs> protect wanda at all costs Seriously. Wanda. Uh. but also because this new vision is probably going to go into westview so mm-hmm. vision is going to meet him his blue self and it's just going to be that spider-man meme where they're just pointing at each other oh if they don't do that in the live action that's actually a pretty good transition we can take advantage of if they don't do that in this spider-man movie (laughs) with the three spider-mans pointing at each other i'm gonna that is such a missed opportunity and even if they're not in suits just i yeah they just need to do it reference it please i love it all right, so well, that's, I mean, as good of a transition as I can think of. is uh, We're going into, we finally got confirmation of the new Spider-Man movie title. I like kinda, how the, uh, the three main actors, a little bit. Yeah. that was fantastic. The three main actors, I think it was uh, Zendaya did Home Slight. It was, uh, man, uh, Far, or no, Phone Home was Tom Holland's. And, and what was Home uh, Record. Home Record, thank you. Yep. So they dropped those all at the same time, causing Hilarious. mass confusion. That was so funny. <laughs> I we love like, it so much. We were like, is one of these right? And we got to figure it out. Like, what is happening? Well, the actors were also commenting on those posts. Like, they were commenting I'm on confused. each other's posts. It was the best. Okay, so. <laughs> got to call Feige. <laughs> What's happening? A little bit far-fetched, but I did see a couple, like, theories online and how the color scheme of all three of those, uh, fake ones that they posted were the the colors of green goblin so maybe that could be a hint there what do we think of that i wouldn't put it past them i I wouldn't put it past them either yeah i'm looking at it right now so the home wrecker one spider-man is silver home slice is kind of like a red color and then for phone home it's green yeah, I mean it, it's um, uh, it might it's probably just nothing, but I love how deep fans go into it and they're like, "This yeah. is definitely what it is." They're trying to get one over on us. It's like, 
Nah, they were just playing with the colors a little bit to make them look different. <laughs> but then they had the the video that was released where the three actors and Tom Holland gets to go into what is it, John Watts, right? That's the that's the director. I believe that was his name. Maybe I'm mistaken, but he walks out of there and they're like, ah, he just gave me another fake name. And then we get the reveal on the whiteboard in the background. That is, yeah, because uh, he was worried about spoilers, and they're like, "Tom, you spoil everything." And he's like, <laughs> "I do not spoil anything." And then somebody edited in a clip of him accidentally review- revealing the <laughs> second film title. Yep. I'm like, "Oh, Tom." <laughs> All right, so we got the confirmation. It's uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Yes, it's on yep, the whiteboard in the background. I, to add even more to my stress. Spider-Man is another one of my favorite characters. And I'm like, no way home. Well, I mean, I I think it makes absolutely perfect sense. Just the fact that he literally can't go home anymore because everyone knows that he's Spider-Man. So uh, that's going to be a fun device in the, in the next movie that's coming out on Christmas. I believe that was the reveal. That was the release date. So that's exciting. Like theater. Is it going to be like a Disney plus thing? I, believe i saw online that it's in theaters only that i am 90 percent sure that's what i saw online that i think marvel is trying to go away from the the route that hbo max did and instead of doing the concurrent release dates with their streaming service and the theaters i think they're doing their best to wait out coronavirus and just get the real blockbuster money i mean it could be I'm really hoping that things clear up enough that I can go see it in a theater. Mm-hmm. I agree. I I have, though I said that last year, uh, I think I think we'll be all right by December. So, I mean, if that's the first movie I get to see in theaters, then that's, that's okay with me. So I wouldn't I would be, be disappointed. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be, like, that'd be really huge. Like, if that was the first one that was kind of like the big one after kind of things go back to normal, that would be huge. People I want to know what to the theater. If, official plan is on black widow i've seen rumors uh, and stuff that was that confirmed or not because i think for a while it was saying it's going to be on disney plus and other people are saying nope they're just going to release it in theaters it's it's all confusing i don't know i'm confused why they just haven't released it yet because they've released other films yeah and so like why are they waiting on well, this one people got very upset at disney plus when they did the mulan drop where they released it onto Disney Plus, but you had to pay money to stream right. it. It was and, like a thirty dollar premiere access, is what they called it. So right, you thirty bucks, and you could watch this movie. Yeah, but the, you all you have to remain subscribed to their channel. So even after it, it was, it was a, it was a little underhanded, if you ask me. It's like, oh, so we have to pay to see the movie, but we still don't have access to it. They were. Doing their best to get their uh, movie theater. Money. Yeah, I I personally I didn't pay. I waited because they said it was like I don't know uh, early December. I think they were like we're gonna you know have it for everybody then. And I was like, yeah, to be honest, right. I'm just gonna wait. Yeah, that, <laughs> it was well, a month. That movie I didn't care as much. Like to this day, I still haven't seen it. I'm a Disney fan, but I'm not like hardcore into it. So I personally haven't even seen Mulan yet. So it's just to it, be perfectly honest, I did not like it. Mulan was one of my favorite movies as a kid and like watching it, it just, it did not do it for me. They got rid of Eddie Murphy's Mushu, right? There's well, no Mushu in the not, movie. They're not, a, they didn't adapt the animated film. They adapted mm-hmm. the original the story. Mulan story. Yes. Right. Which I mean, a that, lot of people did not realize. Yeah. yeah. No, it just, 
there were just some things I didn't love. Like they said that they were trying to make it more historically accurate. Yet I won't I won't say anything. But like there were things happening in it that I was like, uh, that doesn't seem very correct. Well, swing and a miss on that one. I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's unrelated to the Marvel stuff, but I think the way that HBO is handling everything is uh, pretty smart on their part. They're releasing it to the movie theaters for the broad audience, but also mm-hmm. using it to their advantage to get people to pay for their service. Disney doesn't necessarily need that boost because they have no. hundreds of millions of subscribers at the at, the, at this point. But I think uh, movies being released at least for the next six months, if you ask me, it's going to be, you're not going to hit your blockbuster numbers that you hit back when Endgame no. dropped or anything like that. No, unfortunately. Plus it's, it's Black Widow who... It's a beloved character, but I think the fact that it's a prequel, it makes people less likely to, I mean, if you want to like go put, put yourself at risk, I guess, in a way, to go see a movie that doesn't necessarily shape the future of the yeah. MCU. I mean, there's going to be characters in Black Widow that I believe are going to come back, like her sister and things like that. I think. Yeah, I, I saw somewhere that her sister was going to show up. I don't remember which, what thing. I don't know. Uh, there's a chance that it was Falcon Winter Soldier, I think. Okay. Okay. But that'd be interesting because they already also have uh, Agent 13, right? Uh, yes. Carter's, Carter's niece. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's already going to be in it. But I guess, I mean, if it's a spy show, then have as many spies as you want and we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I, I agree with you on the fact that it's a prequel. Like, it almost makes it less cool to me because, like, I love Black Widow's character and I'm really bummed that they killed her off. And yes. so, like... The way they that, did it was awesome, though. That was really I mean, good writing. It was pretty that, sweet. That scene also destroys me, but, like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty upset that she is no longer living in the MCU. So, like, obviously I'm gonna see her movie and it's probably gonna be amazing and kick-ass as she is. But in the back of my mind, I'm just gonna be thinking none of this matters because she's dead. Yeah. (laughs) Right, but what's dead is not always dead as far as comic books and comic book movies are concerned. So maybe, I mean, there's already rumors that Chris Evans is gonna come back and reprise his role and he's an old man. So, I mean... He didn't die. He didn't die. And I feel like her death was, like, it was one that I don't necessarily... Like, obviously, I would love for her to be alive, but I like her death was important. And I feel like reversing it would kind of take away from that sacrifice. 100%. I don't think they should. I'm just saying that there's a yeah. world where they could do it if they wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, what other Marvel news? I think there was one other thing I wanted to cover. What was it? We got Spider Man out of the way. We covered WandaVision. Spider Man, WandaVision. Um. I mean, Hawkeye dropped in the Avengers game. Yes, I haven't, I haven't played it yet. But oh, or his, I don't know. I think he's out now. I think he's on the game. That would have been a Colin question. I know. I think, I think Colin mentioned it last week, which is why I was bringing it up again. I'm like, I have um, the game, maybe. but I haven't played it in a couple months. Yeah, maybe well. Colin should be here then. <laughs> I don't know. He has to go to work. Like rude. As in, oh. No I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, one thing I did want to mention quick, um. So everybody saw that post that was like the final three episodes of WandaVision are going to be an hour each. Yeah, what and the that hell? What happened? was that? But also, Paul and Elizabeth have stated multiple times that WandaVision is like a six-hour movie. Right now, we are at four hours and I think 
20 some minutes, which huh. means, which that includes the review and the credits. So that means the last episode would be about an hour and a half, including the preview and uh, end credits. But if we don't include those, then we're looking at like a little over two hours that we're missing That's yet. Fair, but mm. do we really think that like those Hollywood actors are like very so focused? They're like maybe they just rounded to six hours because they thought it they sounded could've. good. I mean that yeah, could be the but case. Also, if we're gonna end up at five hours, because. I mean, right now we're at like four, four twenty ish. So, if you add another like forty minute episode, that's going to bring you to five hours. Mm. So, I did see a rumor that there were actually ten episodes. Obviously, yeah, no, I, no idea how factual that is. Don't get my hopes up. <laughs> hey, I thought there were only eight episodes, so I'm super psyched. Yeah, I did too. I remember you and I were both very surprised to learn it was nine a couple episodes ago. All right, so, uh, that's that's all I've got. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to touch on? Not really. Just um, I might need a therapist after this last episode. All right. If anybody has any therapist <laughs> recommendations in the Florida area for Brooke or, you know, somewhere up hey, for Ray, let them know. Move back to Michigan, I can recommend some people. <laughs> All right. I might I might have to for my mental stability. <laughs> no, right, well, don't blame thank you. Uh, thanks for joining me, ladies. That was a fun one. I, uh, I had yep. a good time. Hope you did too. Hope our audience enjoyed it. Uh, make sure everybody follows us on Instagram, Facebook, the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Or, sorry, excuse me. That's your guys' what? other one. That's Marvel Stuff Podcast. <laughs> I mean, definitely follow us on Star Wars yeah, Stuff Yeah, I mean, I'm not part of that podcast. We're, we're pretty free. cool. <laughs> Do that, oh, yeah. too. Like all the pages. But we've got some memes and rumors and stuff floating around on our Facebook page. It's It's been a fun time. And, uh, and you, yep, Spotify. Yeah, shoot, us, shoot us a message Apple. if you feel like it. We love responding. If you got any theories, we love to hear it. Yep. Send all the emails. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps it up. Uh, Thanks for joining me. You guys have fun. See See ya. ya.